Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Show, show, your, show your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Roth and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, please stay long. It's uh, Wednesday. Big Wednesday show. You know, we love our Wednesdays here. <laughs> love them. Love it's Division One football! It's the Big 12! Actually, it's not. It's the Pac-12. Soon to be the Big 10! Next year is going to be so damn weird talking about Big 10 football. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, but it's going to be... I think it's going to be It's awesome. going to be strange. And then the poor Beavs, like... Uh-huh. Well, I mean, look, we, we talk, obviously, more Ducks than we do Beavs, but we do cover the Beavs, but, like, are we... I don't even know what, like, we're just like, oh, we're talking Beaver football, playing... I don't know. It's going to be very strange. Are we going to the Big Ten media? <laughs> I don't think there's going to be much Beaver Boise State talk. Yeah, it's it's it sucks. Hopefully, it? they play a big non-con game or two. That we I could... hope so, and that'll be weird. Like Arizona, Utah, and you know all that. Like they, you won't see them anymore. It's you know we'll be talking about the the hot new Iowa offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's true. We're going to get some Iowa action next year. Yes, I want. By the way, I need someone. I don't know who it would be. Maybe Liberty. I need someone with some courage. Uh, I, who do you think is the most courageous collegiate program out there? Well, probably Kansas. Then I need Kansas to have the balls to hire two people. Who do you, wait, what? Who? I need two people hired on the, same, on the same staff. And I, if I was a billionaire, I would make this happen just because I want to see what it's all about. <laughs> Defensive coordinator, Alex Crinch. Okay. Offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz. Have oh, the balls wow. to do it. That's mind-blowing. Have the balls to do it and see what happens. Wow. Could you win a game? I, if I was like... Who's te- my special teams coach? <laughs> I don't know who's the worst special teams coach in the country. You know what? We're not going to practice. That'd be spe- the best unit. We're not going to practice special teams. We're going for it. All four downs. Wow. Brian Ferentz on offense. Mm-hmm. Alex Grinch on defense. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And Charlie Weiss is the head coach. Make it happen. Like if you, if I, if I was T Boone Pickens and I had a billion dollars, I would just would go to my school and be like, "Look, this is what we're doing. You want my check? You want that new stadium renovation? This is what we're for one year. Tell me that you wouldn't watch every one of those games. I wouldn't. I can tell you that, but I would certainly be following. 
There's no question. And then and then embark on the most uh, ambitious non-conference schedule this country has ever seen. Does Oregon play Iowa next year? They do, don't they? I think they do. Are they down there? At, me, over there? Let me take a look and see what we got. Yeah. But I do believe Iowa's on the schedule. With their new offensive coordinator that they're going to hire? Yeah. But Who how do you gr- think they're going to get? Wait, why are we talking about that? Who cares? Well, I was just talking about the how that would be the greatest combination. And they're both out there right no, now. No, but you're right. We cover the Big Ten now. We have to talk about the Iowa offensive coordinator hire. <laughs> My God. <laughs> what has happened to us? They don't play? They don't play? No, oh. it looks like it. They got to... Really? Uh, well, things can change. I want to play Iowa. Uh, for non-conference, but the conference doesn't. So right now they got Hawaii, Idaho, Texas Tech, Boise, UCLA, Michigan State, Ohio State, Purdue, Illinois, Michigan, Maryland, Wisconsin, and then they finish up Dang. with Washington. When, when did they? When did the Ducks get the coveted trip to Iowa? We'll take a look and see twenty twenty five. See if that well, I, I maybe maybe it was Washington that played them. Washington. I does. think Washington plays them because we were going over the the schedules and and one of the teams played played Iowa. Do you think our staff should include Connor Stallions? <laughs> Yes, and then maybe a hundred. Well, Connor Stallion, you wanted someone to run special teams and There's scouting. Our special teams coach, Connor Stallion. Then all of a sudden they're good. <laughs> and by the way, twenty twenty five, they do, uh, they do get Iowa. Yeah. Okay. So, so just one year. We got we got to wait one year, twenty twenty five, and that's at Iowa. So that gives them time to kind of settle in and you know get the new coordinator. Man, see what's you up. blew my mind with that. Brian Ferentz <laughs> on offense, Alex Grinch on defense. Damn right. <laughs> maybe I'm just God. maybe Dan Hawkins is our head coach. He's not Somebody doing anything right now. Somebody mentioned Ty Willingham. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That'd be good. Ty's out there. I am of I, I cuz no one's ever gone Washington uh if they finish this off, no one's ever gone undefeated in a Pac-12 season and only one team has gone uh the reverse undefeated and that was Tyrone Willingham. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, now we've run through another segment. Ah, damn it! I just all I wanted to do was mention that somebody other than a kicker kicked a field goal in an NFL game, and it was great. Did you see that? No. Yeah, the uh, some running back for the Texans. Really? Yeah. Well, their kicker got hurt in that yeah, game, I didn't and so see they that. had to keep going for two. But then they 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 had a running back. I don't even know who it was. Kicked a field goal, no, and he made it. I didn't see that. First non-kicker to make a field goal in an NFL game since Wes Welker. In 2004. Well, didn't Chad Ochocinco attempt one, or was that preseason? I don't know. I don't remember that. Because we've had some guys, I've seen like some some guys kick off when guys uh, get hurt. And that, by the way, I mean, that if that was last week, then that was a big play because that game ended up yeah. being like a two-point game. Yeah, he kicked the go-ahead field goal. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would think that somewhere on the bench, you know, at some point someone kicked. There's always a backup, but it's usually the punter. Yeah, like baseball teams have an emergency catcher. There's got yeah. there, there's somebody on that fifty three well, man the coach knows can. It's it. almost always the punter because. No, but even after that, I feel like like there's a linebacker. Oh, or a, I don't know about somebody that. Somebody, I mean, there, yeah, that's 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 when they, anyone kick at any point in your life. Did someone play soccer? Because the backup's always the punter, and then after that, then you usually just go for two, unless you know. Like, I mean, I guess how long was the field goal? Twenty nine yards. Okay. It was, uh, the guy's name is Dari Ogunbalaway. I don't know. I've never heard of him. But uh, he kicked it. And then when they scored, so that that was the go-ahead field goal at the time. They scored the go-ahead touchdown. Because remember, Baker Mayfield drove him down. Mm -hmm. And Tampa, yeah, they were playing Tampa. Uh, Tampa took the lead. And then Stroud came back. And Houston took the lead. But then, so then it was like, okay, 
do we have this guy kick the extra point? But remember, that's longer than 29 yards, right? Isn't that like 35 yards? It's either 30 or 35. Yeah, so they said nay, and they knelt on the two-point conversion so as not to turn it over. Really? Yeah, because they were they they won they they essentially won the game. They yeah, made like sense. forty seconds or something. Like yeah, because they were up. They won by two. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they won thirty nine thirty seven, and they decided not to have him kick the extra point to go up forty to thirty seven because they didn't want something bad to happen, and then yeah, the ball to go the other way. Yeah, because I mean it does happen from time to time. It just happened. Uh, who got the two point conversion? Um, it was just last week. Someone got a two-pointer on that. Uh, they took the points off the board uh, on the two-point conversion, moved it up to the one-yard line, and then it was a bad snap fumble, and they ran it all the way back for a two-point conversion. Who was that? Yeah, that was Colorado. The Buffaloes. That happened in the Colorado game. Yeah, they were the Colorado-Oregon State. Beeves? Yeah, the Beeves, the Beeves kicked the extra point, and there was a penalty, and Smith took the points off, moved it up to the one-yard line, <laughs> and... Um, Ended up botching, ended up botching that thing, and Colorado ran it back. So, I mean, you, you can get some funky stuff that happens. All right. Well, I just want to mention that that was cool. Um, up next, I can't believe I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't even hear anything about that. Yeah. Well, it was a big weekend. There was a lot of other stuff that went down. Yeah. I mean, at the it's main not st- a headline grabber. By well, I didn't watch any of that game, but you saw the like I saw the highlights, and people were raving because of uh, Stroud's big day. Yeah. That exactly. See what it wasn't. Yeah, it kind of got buried. Um, all right. Up next, how are Thursday night football TV ratings doing on Amazon? We'll tell you next on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Prime.
Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Someone's saying here on the Vancouver Four text line, our fictional coaching staff needs a spot there for the Gare Bear. Yeah, we can bring in Gary, <laughs> bring in Gary Anderson. Let's make the staff. Okay, so you, we've already put Alex Grinch as yes. defensive coordinator. Yes. Brian Ferentz as offensive coordinator. I think Ty Willingham is making a strong case to be is head that coach. Our head well, co- he I went, think we need to rethink. He went 0-12. Go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's not around. Well, I guess he is around. <laughs> What's he doing? <clears throat> I think we need to take the head coach very seriously. Yeah. We need to make sure we get the right guy. Yeah, yeah some people are saying Cristobal, but he recruits. I don't know. No, yeah. no. We need... He's not bad enough. No. So no. Connor Stallions will be special teams. Absolutely. And advanced scouting. <laughs> 100%. Uh, I think Gary Anderson runs our defensive line. The Gare po- Bear, yeah. And possibly ethics as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, can Art Browse be like Go chief Reavers, of staff? <laughs> would, would Willie Taggart be the right head that's, coach? That's pretty good. I like where that's going. I like where you're going Do with it. that. Yeah, I think you just found it. It's yeah. like that bells just started ringing. Uh, yeah, when that, you I'd said s- that. I'll tell you what that that uh, that makes me tingle a little bit. I mean, the Ty Willingham's low hanging fruit because he went out in twelve, but we excited for the Vegas Bowl, baby. Yeah, you, you got me a you got me a little something with Willie Taggart there. I like it. <laughs> Do something if you want to. No, no, yeah. Willie. I don't think that we're gonna. Well, who else we? Um... Who else is shamed and terrible? Yeah, we got to pour over. Like, well, we got like the Bobby Petrinos of the world, but again, he's he's too oh, good. He's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I don't like that. <laughs> I go to the NFL. Call Jim Tom Sula. He'll he'll get he'll be a he'll be a great record. I would not say that. I wouldn't say it. Either. Hey, Jim Tom Sula just got named European Ooh. Coach of the Year. Compliance <laughs> Officer Herm Edwards. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Whoa. Hey, Scott Frost probably belongs somewhere on that roster, too. Good right? one. Yeah. O-line. Or no, receivers coach. Yeah. Scott receivers Frost. coach. I like it. <laughs> Love that. He was just at the Duck game the other day. Did you see that? Was he? He was down on the, down on the field. Boy, I remember that guy at one point was the, the can't miss. Like God. I remember him getting hired in Nebraska, and it was like, there was, and to be fair to Scott, there was no one that didn't think that that was a great hire. And the idea was, like, yeah. if, if Scott Frost can't turn that around, no one can, and no. Apparently what... I don't know. The scuddy on him was he just didn't, didn't, didn't want to work do it. hard. He no. didn't really care. Well, it's like you, you, you see. You get the, paid a bunch of money and yeah, all well, of, and, you, and you read your own press clippings and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm great. Well, it's like they, you, you, re, you saw today that J.C. Jackson, the, the corner out of uh, that's in New England, you see they're not even taking him across the pond. I guess he just hasn't been showing up. Like J.C. Jackson comes in this league and makes a name for himself as one of the better corners. And at this point, they they won't even bring him. Like he goes to the, the Chargers. The GM for the San Diego Chargers went in front of the team, or it might have been the owner. I think it was the GM. Went in front of the team and apologized to the team for signing JC Jackson. Wow. When's the last time a a a, a front office person went and was like, hey guys, uh sorry about that one. That's uh that's on me. And then he goes back to New England and he just won't show up. And so now they're not taking him on the trip. Like you can actively just decide to not be good and i think that happens in coaching i really do you get paid 50 million guaranteed dollars or 60 million or whatever and do college is hard you got to recruit and it's a grind and like you said you start buying your own clippings and you think that you're great and before you know it it's slipping away from you i think this is happening to jimbo right now down at texas mm, a&m yeah Jimbo's like, well, God, you know, I, I got myself my 30 million dollar recruiting class and a national championship i'm jimbo you know fisher and it's terrible and it's slipping away. And the harder you grasp it, the more it slips to your fingers. 
Like Jimbo can't be that much of a fraud. He won a national title. Scott Frost is a really smart guy that ran some really good offenses and did a nice job at Central Florida. But somewhere along the way, you lost your edge. How about this guy? Teams really don't tackle in the fall anyways. <laughs> How many days do you would you venture to guess that you would go live anyways? <laughs> Coach? Hello? Hello. Oh, oh he's still there. Hello. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, but that's of course the great Brady Hoke falling asleep on the fan. Coach, oh, hello. Maybe he's our uh, offensive line coach. I would think so. He's, let's, uh, let's, let's... he's doing an okay job at San Diego State, right? I, think he's, I don't think San Diego State's doing much, but he's down there. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Not I, on the headset. I love we got a pretty good team. I here. love that we're assembling this staff. So right now we've got uh, we've got Willie Taggart leading Alex Grinch and Brian Ferentz yep. with Connor Stallions, Gary Anderson. Herm Brady Ed- Hoke. Herm Edwards. And Herm Edwards. Oh, on our... Very excited about this. Pretty very, good. very excited. Pretty good. <laughs> who was the uh who was the the uh the Baylor AD under Art Bryles? Uh was it Ken Starr? Well, he wasn't the AD. I think he was like the who was president. The, I was, I, I'm trying the to think. AD's name was um no, yeah, it's on the, the tip of my tongue. Yeah, the AD that was like, "What are you? Uh, what are you talking about here?" Like, hey, we didn't do anything wrong. I need him as our athletic director. <laughs> Ian McCaw. There you go. Let's go grab him. There's as well. our AD. There's our AD. A guy that's willing to look the other way at a lot of things, and I mean a lot of things. Um, do you think that Thursday night football TV ratings are up or down now that it is exclusively on Amazon Prime? Oh, from where it was. Yeah, because it used to be on yeah. uh, terrestrial TV. Well, I know. I mean, is that the word for it? Yeah, terrestrial. Cable. Is, yeah, cable. Um, I mean, I've heard the numbers are quite good. Oh, we've got Scott Frost. Oh, uh, Jimmy Lake is on our staff. Oh, he's coaching the secondary, hundred percent. Yeah, he's beating the kids up. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. he, he can't forget the abusive coach. Antonio <laughs> Brown, mental health coach. Is that a little much? Nah, I like where we're going with that. <laughs> wow, I like it. Well, you, did you see the we clip? We just of, added some chaos to our team. Did you see the clip of the high school coach punching his player in the head that was going around yes. today? That was a, that was a good uh, one. No. Right as he comes off the field. <laughs> Punch him in the head? Yeah, some defensive yeah. lineman made a mistake or whatever, jumped offside, got a penalty. He's jogging off the field, and the fat head coach, which is exactly what you think he looks like, just turns and throws a right hook, drills him in the head, and then proceeds to turn and continue to yell at him. He has been fired, by the way. Oh, I thought Bob Knight died. <laughs> It's it's very too sim- soon. Didn't quite no. choke him, but no. uh, he got in his face. Yeah. Well, Bob Knight hit guys too. Yeah, you're not multiple wrong. times. Yeah. My favorite is Bob Knight. Nobody ever talks about it because of the chair thing. Yeah. He he punched guys. Yes. Open like openly on the bench. Yes. On TV. And then strangled Neil Reed and then denied it, and then only accepted it when they came out with the video. And even then, he was like, "Well, I mean, to be fair, it was just that it wasn't really to a choke. Fair. It was more of just the you know." A light grab. He went on a hunting trip with his son and separated his son's shoulder and broke his son's nose on a hunting trip. Bob Knight got so angry, he beat up his son hunting. His son's lucky he didn't get shot. Of course, then I had to listen to Dick Vitale, who said, uh, listen to... He was like, listen to some of Bob Knight's former players. They loved him. Oh, yeah, Jay Billis. He's Uh, complicated, but he's my friend. And that, God. I I love when, like, if if a handful of players come out and be like, well, uh, Bob Knight did a lot for me. And then we're like, see, Bob Knight was a great human being. Do you have anybody like that in your life that, like, you actually are friends with them or you you respect them or think a lot of them and they are? (laughs) 
vilified or you know canceled or have something that's like I don't. I don't think I do either. I I, I would really struggle to be. I would struggle to be friends with the, with with someone like that. But I what mean, if it's like a long time? Like, who's your long time? It would be really hard mentor it, or whatever. It would be and really, you find out that they're just the worst human in the world. It would be awful. Yeah, it's I like, don't. I don't know what you do in that situation. Like the who is the Danny Masterson, right? The that '70s show oh, yeah. kid. Like him and and Ashton Kutcher and and uh, his wife uh, Mila Kunis and all. Like they were friends yeah. for 25 plus years and just swore by the guy. Yep. And now they have to and he's going to jail he's for He's going rape. to jail for 30 plus years and they wrote letters to the judge yeah. simply stating, "Hey, yeah. the Danny we know is a, and they got murdered for it." And I I it's such a poor look to write that letter, but I was trying to put myself in that situation. I was like, "Dude, I have some people in my life. I have a handful of friends that I consider they're closer to me than than anyone in my family." I mean, they are they are family to me and i don't know what i would do like if you found out that one of them was a rapist or a murderer or like the like a, a horrible dui you know like a henry rugg sort of situation you know where you know henry ruggs killed some lady like burn her to death like and that's like your guy or that's your kid i i think that is a really really tough situation and i i don't know because then if you turn your back on him then are you a horrible person for turning your back or are you a good person for saying I can't associate with a rapist? I I don't don't know. know. So what do you think? Uh, Thursday night football ratings up or down? I got to believe that they're down a little bit. You would think, right? You would think. Because not everybody has prime. Yeah. Although Um, everyone has prime or knows someone that has prime. The ratings for Thursday night football have spiked by 25%. Seriously. Compared to last year. Uh, they they say that NFL viewership overall has seen a six percent increase this season, um, and that is largely due to how many people are watching on Thursday night on Amazon Prime. Wow! Yeah, what? It, it, it's they average twelve and a half million viewers per game. I is there, and those aren't good games. Well, the, tomorrow well, is Panthers Bears. Bears, dude. Is it possible? Because when you log on to Amazon Video. The very on Thursday, the very first thing, like it takes up the whole page. It's just like NFL watch. Are we getting just are we getting random people that are like, oh, I'll I'll watch this? I think what you're getting is you're getting complete exclusivity, right? It's the only place to see it. Yeah. That's it. Short of the illegal stream. But still, I mean, that doesn't count against the rate. But that's the same. Like, I mean, Monday Night Football is the same way. Sunday Night Football, I mean, those are all exclusive things. Yeah, Al Michaels, you would think, bring numbers in just himself. But then I, hot take here, can't stand Kirk Herbstreit calling NFL football. Guy's been doing college for years. It's his sweet spot. It's obvious that he's trying to study up on the NFL, but he's basically getting fed most of that stuff. And for me, like, you just tell as a viewer. Wait, what? He's getting, what? What are you saying? You're I'm saying, saying that Kirk, Kirk Herbstreit Herb Street... is not as knowledgeable on the NFL as he is on college oh. football, and it's obvious to me. You just—he is a natural well, yeah. at college. But well, then... he's always done college. I mean, I can't. I don't yeah, think exactly. you can expect him to be like. Yeah. Well, we're gonna pay him money and then expect yeah. a bunch of ratings. Well, that, he does I... a good job. I think he does a good job. I do too. See, like, hot take. So yeah, I'm I don't. That is pretty hot takey, Jordan. I don't mind Herbie. I will say that to to he's better on college. No to question. your point, when I do listen to Herb Street, it does sound a bit weird. I'm getting used to it, but it it does sound weird because I'm just I associate him so much with college football. It is kind of strange, and and this is probably pretty judgy of me, but I take like what Troy Aikman says 
maybe to heart more than than Herbie. I think Herbie dances around a little bit more simply because I, I do think there's something having three Super Bowls and having some some huevos to you know Trey Eggman like will will rip Zach Wilson apart. And I think Herb Street does a little more of the college thing where you don't criticize the college kids the way you do the NFL. So I think it's an adjustment, but that doesn't cause announcers never make me tune in or tune out. I've never once tuned into a game and been like, I'm not watching this because of the announcer. And I've never turned off a game because I'm like, I can't stand. Even a Dickie V called game? Because I I turned that off. If Kansas is playing Duke and I want to watch it and I tune in, I could give two rips if my mom's making the call. Like, I'm going to watch it because I want to watch that game. Would she be good? Boy, that would be something. She'd be better than Dick Vitale. Oh, like better than I, Bill Walton. Yeah, I don't think you're quite aware of what my little Swedish mother is capable of. That would that you would be something else. Uh, two things, Vancouver Ford text line. The Taylor Swift bump has to be worth at least 6%. <laughs> and I then, love bridges. And then this is pretty good. They said, uh, someone asked, do you think that Amazon is it's much easier to capture ratings than yes, Nielsen? I had that thought, yeah. yeah I so do that, think so, yeah. yeah cause, well, yeah, because you ha- you know exactly, exactly the number tuning in. So is it possible that it's, is it really up, or can we now just measure that these people are watching Amazon, we know that they're watching, as opposed to the Nielsen where... You just that's that scattergun approach. Yeah, I don't know. No, that is the benefit of streaming services or just direct through like the internet. Absolutely. Like if you and I like we're doing a show on YouTube right now, we can see exactly how many people are watching, how long, where they're from. That's just not possible in the same way on TV and radio. Well, and the Amazon saying they it they got a lot of subscribers because of the NFL. Yeah, it worked well for them too. The the day they because the first one was Chiefs was it Chiefs Bills? Yeah. The very first one of those last year. And they said that it was the largest single. There was a memo that I'm sure got leaked. Wink, wink, nod, nod. That it was the largest single day in Amazon history for signups. That you had a whole lot of people that were like, yep, I'm coming on board. And someone asking, would the Pac-12 done okay if they accepted a streaming deal? No, they wouldn't have because people tune in (laughs) to the NFL. People don't tune in for the Pac-12. Different product. If you would have taken a streaming only deal on Apple, oh my God, you would have been, you would have been in the dark ages. Yeah, it's different when the ESPN apps are, you know, ACC Network, Big Ten Network available right there on the four letter. That's I, a little different. It scares me to think about the subscriber numbers for the pack because that would have been a subscription-based thing you would have had to have apple whatever and then it would have been an add-on to go get the pack 12 i those numbers boy there's a reason why every ad when they saw that were like mm, i think it was 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 it the uw one that said it was a, a or maybe what arizona so called it a garbage deal like that's not you're not dancing around you're just saying that it's unacceptable and it's a garbage deal all right we got to move on to in the news um, we've got a lawsuit filed by the homeless. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, that camping ban that uh, was about to go into effect. Eh. They're fighting back yeah. with lawyers, apparently. <laughs> How do the homeless have lawyers? By the way, my guy left a, a shoe and a hat behind. What's the hat say? Uh, it's just like a really gross like stocking cap. Oh. Looks like kind of a knit cap what sort of, of thing. Shoe? Uh, what's the, it's one of the generic hiking shoes. Uh, is it high, high tech, high? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's like a hiking shoe slash boot high tech or something. High something that or other. Sounds familiar. Forest tech, high tech. I don't know. Something like that. But yeah. So if anyone's looking for the, a really, really gross stocking cap or 
what I appear to be a medium to large uh, hiking boot, uh, those are left behind. I'm not certain if that gentleman is still looking for them, but they're on the sidewalk if he's... Apparently uh, not too important. Well, I think he had other fish to fry. Yes, man. Uh, all right, it is 435, and the news is next. Uh, here's Schultz with SportsCenter. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, moving right along here. Wednesday, it is November 8, 2023. It is time now for In the News. I'm your noted and lovable newsman. Thank you. Very sexy. And our uh, super team, you know, that we've assembled, our super coaching staff. Yeah. Oh, don't think for one second that you're not coaching. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hail Mary, coach. Damn right. You're working side-by-side side with those coaching giants. <laughs> Am I the best coach on that staff? It's possible. <laughs> Tell you what, we're going to be on point for Hail Mary. <laughs> yes, that's the one thing we're going to be known for. Count on it. Man, that team is terrible, but the Hail Mary defense, it's I always, unbelievable. I always feel bad for special teams coaches when, when a team, because nobody knows who the special teams coach is, right? No. He will only be shown on camera when, you screw when they screw it up. Yeah. So they showed the Jets special teams coach when the Chargers guy ran the punt back. Yeah. And he just looks—he just looked <laughs> exacerbated. But then in my head, I'm like, I feel terrible because they're probably pretty good special teams. But they just—you know—it was just one bad play. One bad play. And then he gets camera time. <laughs> like you're terrible. It's you just gave up a punt return the touchdown. Only time we pay attention. Uh, it is National Cappuccino Day. Uh, don't drink them. You if know, you like a cappuccino, I do not. It's the whole coffee. Would be a thing. special day to drink one. Got a cappuccino machine at home, baby. Do you? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, I'd like to start the morning. Now, what with is a shot it? Cappuccino. It's just like straight up shot or two with a little bit of milk in it. So you. Oh. So, yeah. That's it. I think so. Can, coffee with milk in it is a cappuccino. It's like different versions. You froth it up. It's not like a latte where you pour a bunch in it. You latte. know, like a, a latte's got like half a cup of milk and then like a shot or two. This is just like the tiniest bit of milk, essentially, in hmm. coffee. So. Okay. So you start your day with that, and then a couple hours later, you drink your coffee milkshake every day? <laughs> exactly. Were you a barista? You sound like you know what you're talking about. I, I can see that. I was not a barista. I actually applied to be one in college and totally rejected. I could see Schultzy there at Dutch Brothers having that overly happy, hey, I Dutch out. Brothers. Now, is that really a barista, or is that just like mixing? Don't they do like a bunch of? They have like they they, they can make you real coffee, but yeah, they have all kinds of stuff like with Red Bull and yeah. You know, but I've like, worked at a party store and at a pretzel shop. So, the kids, yeah. sw- my kid's twenty four, yeah, and his girlfriend's 23, 22, 23, whatever. They swear by Dutch Brothers. They just cannot get enough of Dutch Brothers. Well, if you bought and in then, on their IPO, then you would swear by them too. Why? Because their company... Yeah. Are yeah. they killing yeah, it? Kill it? Yes. Yeah. And they have the yeah. greatest business model in the world because they don't pay their employees, but everyone wants to work there because everyone else yeah. pays their employees. It's a thing. Yeah. 
It's a thing. No kidding. They, and hire, then I take they hire young hots. It's like an Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch thing. And but aren't for they coffee. like super nice there? Like yes. they have to yes. be over the top yes. nice to you. And yeah. like there's a whole bit. Yeah. Although I will say the Portland downtown locations, uh, they're, they're probably not as nice as like the uh, the suburbs. Mm. I think they are yeah. much nicer in the I, suburbs. I only go to the topless ones myself. but <laughs> Topless Dutch Brothers? <laughs> I think it's a topless Dutch something. <laughs> I don't know if it's... Bro- Oh, I think, I think the it's topless the, Dutch rudder. <laughs> I think that's. I think those are the ones that I that I uh, that I frequent. My wife and I have this business wow. plan for nips and coffee drips. That that's we want oh, to start that go. eventually. There you go. Oh wait, what? Yeah, Nip, nips and coffee drips. Yeah, nips and drips, baby. <laughs> When's that opening? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, we've been talking about it for a couple of years now. All right, so things are things are everywhere now that I now that someone pointed I never those out. See those? They're always like pink or like baby blue. They're they're around really all over. I never see them. Driving down any road, Isaac, you see a little coffee shop, and then they'll have like a bikini yeah. flag, like a, a flag that says bikini. Drive down 82nd, really? and yes. they're, they're all up and down yeah. 82nd, and believe it or not, I believe that's the most wholesome business on 82nd Avenue. You are correct. <laughs> yeah. So lot. they have to, do they do they make them put that flag out there so you know, so like. No, I think it's just, it's to lure you in. So Karen yeah, can't they, drive through and be surprised. Oh, and, I think Karen knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> I think Karen wants to be there. She's driving through that place. Mm. All right. Won't someone think of the children? Calm down. That's when my boy's always going to get coffee. Jeez. I'm sorry. Oh, it's also cook something bold day. Oh. What would you cook if if you... If I said, hey, make something really bold, have some courage. I only cook like six things that I'm capable of. What's the boldest? The boldest thing that that I make? Oh, gosh. I think my cooking lacks complete and total courage. And in any... You hadn't thought about that, had you? No. Now you need to add some whimsy to your cooking. I do need to add some whimsy. Although I never use a recipe, I just eyeball it. So, I mean, there's a there's a little bit there. I don't know. Every guy's got, like, that meal in their back pocket. If you were trying to impress a lady, what would you cook? I feel like that would be the boldest yeah. thing. What, what, what would be, like... If, if I if the, And I've done this most of the time. Like, yeah. if, I'm, if I invite someone over to my house for the first meal, yeah. then... What is it? I do steak. I do a pretty good twice... <laughs> I do a, a pretty good twice-baked potato... And then uh, I grill some good asparagus. I do a whole thing. I do a Cajun. I do a Cajun steak with a little crust on it with a nice sear. Finish that bad boy in the oven. And then uh, I do the twice baked potato. Scoop it out and then make a little mashed potato. Put it back inside. What if I'm vegan? Yeah, you're not gonna date me. <laughs> well, I'm coming over to your house. No, so you're I, not. I would like a vegan option, please. What about Thank a you. vegan would look at me and be like, I'm going to go on a date with this man? Would you have anything? Oh, I'm just dating. I, I, let's say I'm a... Yeah, that's that's called New Seasons. Co-worker. I'm hey, going man. to New Seasons, and we're going to get some Cabbage Crunch, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to lie and say that I made it. And they're going to be like, this is a lot like New Seasons. I'm going to be like, thank you. I got the recipe from there. Just throw a plate of French fries down. Those are technically vegan. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I guess they are, aren't they? No, you'd be surprised, Isaac. A lot of the people that just, oh, I'm vegan, and they survive literally on French fries. Right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> you idiot. Uh, when I went out and visited a, a gal that I was dating, her family was from out east, and we went to uh, Nantucket, like Cape Cod. And her cousin and the wife were both vegetarian working towards vegan. And they were both fat and unhealthy as, as can be. And that's all the same thing. They were just always eating, like, fatty starches. Hmm. I'm like, what are we... Like, and the whole point of this to be healthy, and, and Schultz is right. They ate so many damn French fries and like potato dishes. And I was like, what? And like, just like gobs of salad dressing. It was like, I've never seen two unhealthier vegetarian working on vegans in my life. But meat kills. It's going to make yeah. me fat. So, well, you're. 
I'm trying to think of what you would even eat as a vegan. You you get I'm sure there's like a lot of pasta. Yeah. Right? And greens. You know. Well, yeah, sure. Lots yeah. of greens. Yeah. I mean that's I mean you got but be- what I mean lagoons and stuff like that and yeah. grain oh, like bread. Yeah. Whole you grain. know, but technically like yeah, you can just survive on french fries and beer. That is vegan. You're good to go. Right. Well, I'm not going to be vegan anytime soon. No, sounds terrible. I can tell you that. Yeah, grilled cheese. There you hey, go. Uh, homeless Portlanders. Hey, cheese. No, it's yeah, it's vegan cheese. Have filed a class action lawsuit. I want to know where the homeless got lawyers. Next time someone asks me for money on the side, I'm be like, hell no, man, you got a lawyer. We will uh, update you on what's going on here. It's very. This is a big. Yeah. It's a big story. Yeah, it's a big one. Big news. Uh, next on in the news, this is the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, well, there's a battle of brewing between Portland and its homeless. I know. <laughs> Have we had that battle? I feel like. Well, this is another battle in the war. Ah, about I see. That. There you go. It's like our Bunker Hill. Um, a Multnomah County judge <clears throat> is expected to decide Thursday, that would be tomorrow, whether to block. The camping ban, which they're they're saying, was it the 13th they said that they were going to start Thir- enforcing yes. the no camping during the day ban? Yes. Okay. So now a judge has to decide whether to block the camping ban as part of a class action lawsuit filed on behalf of homeless Portlanders. Yeah, because eventually it has to go to trial either way, so they just want to pause on it until it gets to trial. So homeless Portlanders are represented by the Oregon Law Center. Mm. They have filed a class action lawsuit against the city, arguing that Portland's camping ordinance violates state law and the constitution of the state. Attorneys filed last week for a preliminary injunction, asking the judge to block the ban while the court case unfolds. Yeah. Uh, the judge is expected to rule on that motion after hearing arguments tomorrow morning. Judge Judith Mataz... Um, Meta, Meta, not a gonna. <laughs> I have no idea. Let's try this again. Judge Judith Matarazzo previously denied the plaintiff's request for a temporary restraining order. Well, thank heavens. So we'll see. Isn't it amazing that we're what we're, we're trying to say is you can't sleep in camp wherever the hell you want because people own that, and you can't just set up you know shop anywhere. And they're saying, no, it's our constitutional right, according to the state. To lay around wherever we want. Yeah, I don't... That just... This doesn't sit well with... It baffles me. It's like, there are so many places for you to go. Yes. There are so many services here. Yes. Use them. Yes. Why are you suing? Because you want to do whatever the hell you want. And, and this is this is my rub with it. Like I said, I try to have sympathy towards the homeless. Yeah. I get that some of these people are in very tough situations. I get that there's a lot of uh, drug addiction and all that. I, I understand that, and I'm trying to be sympathetic. But there are so many well, resources, and yet the, the rub of it seems to be you don't want anyone having any sort of restrictions, and none of us get to do that. There's lots of things, believe me, I wish I could do in the world, but there's repercussions to them. It's just, it's it, it, like a lot of the homeless camps they were setting up, there were news stories where they're like, well, I don't want to go there. It's like a jail. They tell you what to do and where to go. Nah, you can't do your drugs. That's literally what it seems like. Yeah. You're limited 
to doing illicit drugs in those kinds of buildings. And, and I'm not saying every homeless person is like this. There are people wanting to get back on their feet. But I feel like these are... These are the kinds of messages that, that are led by the, the people that just want that freedom to be able to it, it just do whatever they want. And that means do their illicit I just, drugs. I hope we're at a tipping point finding where even in Portland, we've just said enough is an F enough. And we love the idea of keep Portland weird. This ain't weird. Well, you know what's what I was thinking about this is like, well, that the fact that they're suing over this. Yeah. Leads me to believe it was a good yes law yes like that that okay so we're getting somewhere when they're now saying we have to sue you to stop you from doing this yeah now that means that that law or whatever that ordinance or ordinance whatever. moved the needle yeah because uh, they're not happy about that shaking so. the tree a little bit yeah it's good it's, it's about good. time we started pushing back yeah because again like I feel that everyone should you should have sympathy and humanity for people but at the same time. Why is there no consideration for the rest of us that aren't uh, that are not homeless, that are trying to and pay exorbitant taxes? Yes, to the county, and that would like to get something for our tax dollars. I don't think it's that. Or business owners that are that that no one wants to go down to your bar, no one wants to go down to your restaurant because of that you have a, a, a basically a homeless encampment outside. That's that's not fair to that bar owner. Hey. Uh- we gotta go. That's all. I mean, sorry, that's my rant on the home. That's it. That's all we have time for. Uh, Ron Washington got hired. What? Ron? Ron? Yeah. In his side here? Where's your boy? Where's Where's Ron? I love me some Ron, Ron and his little baggies of cocaine. Yeah. Going to the perfect city, <laughs> L.A. Hell yeah! So that'll be part of the hot five at five. And was Bucky Irving back at practice today? Next on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 